0: Hey guys, Kyler back with Kyler Burrell's Ultimate Combat Sports Podcast, episode number two. Um, about a little under an hour and a half, got one on TNT2, headlined by Christian Lee and uh, Timofei Natsukian, Natsukian, maybe something like that, <laughs> for the lightweight title. Gonna be a good fight. I actually have Timofey ranked 12th in my rankings. I think he's better than Christian Lee. I think he beats Christian Lee tonight, by the way. We'll get into that in a minute. So we'll get into our one on TNT2 predictions. Bellator 257 will be Friday. And then you got UFC Fight Night on ESPN 22. And then we'll talk a little Jake Paul, Ben Askren, which is this Saturday. Then we'll get in some headlines. Uh, Route to the Crown segment and the What's Next segment. Talk a little Demetrius Johnson on there. with also, also talk about the past fighters or the fighters from last week's UFC card. What's next for them? So one on TNT2. Co-main featherweight bout, Joel Steg, who's 6-2, won four in a row, fighting uh, Nakahara, who's 14-5, won nine out of his last ten. He's fighting Gary Tonin. It's a great fight. Um, that was you know, a tough loss for him, obviously, but this is a great fight. This could, this could be a really good one. I, I expect someone down early. I'm going uh, Nakahara via round one TKO. So then we got the lightweight title bout, Christian Lee and Timofey. Nastayukin. Um I have I do getting, getting a little bit here. So my lightweight rankings, I have Timothy actually ranked twelve. I don't have uh, Christian Lee ranked. I have him right on the outside. Obviously with a win tonight, he would jump up into my top fifteen in May rankings. Um I just like Timothy's power. Uh so I'm going Timofey via round we're gonna go round two. Knockout. Um, I think he gets it done and he becomes the new lightweight champion. Um, see him fight maybe Eddie Alvarez next. Although Eddie Alvarez, Eddie Alvarez is in the news. We'll get to that here in a bit. A little Bellator, good card. Two lightweight, uh, light heavyweight Grand Prix quarterfinal bouts and a welterweight bout between Paul Daly and Saba Hamasi. Daly versus Hamasi. Um, Daily won back to back fights. Good wins over Saad Awad and Eric Silva. Um, Hamasi is 3 0 in the Bellator cage. Has a win over Curtis Miller. I'm going Daily, though. Round one TKO on Friday. Uh, I think Paul Daily would just be too fast for him. Too powerful. I think Daily gets it done. In the co main event, it's a light heavyweight Grand Prix quarterfinal bout. Corey Anderson versus Yaga Shmirdov. Anderson is ranked 7 in my. Light heavyweight rankings. Um, Yaga Smirnov is on an eight fight win streak, uh, making his Bellator debut though in the tournament, which is you know pretty crazy, and a lot of people are high on this guy. Uh, Corey Anderson won won via KO of Melvin Mannhoff in his Bellator debut before you know leaving the UFC, left the UFC, and then came Bellator, fought Manhoef, tough fight. Uh, Corey's gonna obviously look to get to the ground, I'm guessing. Um, but I'm going Corey Anderson via unanimous decision, I believe, as of now. Uh, maybe my prediction will change by Friday. Uh gonna watch a couple fights, a couple more fights of Yaga Shmirdov uh, tonight and tomorrow. And we'll see what, you know, see if anything changes. If I see any ways that he could, you know, exploit Corey. We'll see what happens. In the main event, it's a light heavyweight title bout and a Grand Prix quarterfinal, as Nemkov will obviously defend his title each round in the Grand Prix. He is ranked as my number two light heavyweight behind Jan. He's obviously the Bell Tour champion in a rematch against Phil Davis, who I have ranked as the number eight light heavyweight in the world. Um, Davis has won three straight since Nimkov, beat Machida via split decision in his last fight. Nimkov won seven in a row, um, beat Davis or beat Bader in his last fight to get the title, and he also beat Phil Davis via split decision in 2018. I think Nimkov has gotten that much better since 2018. Um, I think Phil Davis still kind of the same guy. I'm going Nimkov via round three TKO. I think he may be the best light heavyweight in the world. It's very tough. Would love to see him and Jan fight. Would love to see it. Um I think Nimkov might be the best in the world, but he's gonna, you know, he'll get a chance to prove that against Phil Davis and then then he fight the winner if he wins this, could fight the winner of Yoel and Anthony Rumble Johnson. So I mean Nimkov has a chance here. He can beat Davis for a second time in that discussion. Could beat a legend like Rumble EOL and then solidify it maybe against a Bader or a Corey Anderson. Two former UFC guys. So yeah, I got Nimkov round three TKO. So here we go. UFC fight night on ESPN 22. So I did the four top bouts. Not the deepest card. The you know the main events obviously Elite. We'll go bottom here. Lightweight bout between Luis Peña, who's coming off a loss, to Kama Worthy versus Alex Munoz, who lost his first fight in the UFC. He came in 6-0 and lost. I'm going to go Pena via decision with the experience. This fight could go either way. I don't really know, but I'm going to go Pena via decision. Heavyweight bout, Andre Arlovsky, who's won two of three, coming off a submission loss to Tom Aspinall versus Chase Sherman, won his last fight after a stint in bare knuckle. He went one-on-one in bare knuckle. I'm going Arlovsky via round two TKO. I think the vet does it here, the, the, the extreme vet. I know Sherman's kind of a vet too, but... The legend. Let's just say Arlovsky is a legend. So the legend Arlovsky, I think he gets it done. Round two, TKO. On a lightweight bout, Jeremy Stevens moving up to 155. He's lost four in a row. This is a massive fight for him. He loses this. UFC's not really content with keeping guys around just because you can put on all these exciting fights. You know, we don't want to keep a guy that's lost five, six in a row. You know, get out, getting up there five in a row with a loss series fight. fighting and close. Coming off a loss to Darius, he had won three straight before that. It was a great fight. I like close in this one via decision. I don't think he finishes Jeremy, but I think he's able to get the win here. And I think this might be Jeremy's last fight in the UFC. And obviously, high stakes for Robert Whitaker in the middleweight main event. Uh, Coming off wins over Darren Till and Jerry Cannonier, Was supposed to fight Paulo Costa. Now gets Kelvin Gassam because Costa pulls out. Shocking. Um... Gaslam ended a three-fight skid with a unanimous decision win over Ian Heinisch. It was a great performance. He looked good. If Kelvin Gaslam comes to fight, it's going to be a tough fight. And Kelvin could win. He's got heavy hands, good wrestling, good jujitsu, good boxing, good kicks. Kelvin's good. He just went on a slide. But he's very elite. Um, And if Kelvin were to knock out Robert Whitaker, let's say Kelvin knocks out Robert Whitaker. He finishes or dominates Robert Whitaker. Who's to say Kelvin's not getting that rematch against Izzy? People could just say, yeah, he had a little skid, but he just fought Whitaker, who beat Till and Cannonier, the and then Kelvin comes in and smokes him. Big stakes in this fight. And at worst for Kelvin, he's getting a number one contender fight in his next fight. You could see, so Vittori, let's say Kelvin wins, they go to Vittori. Well, Kelvin has a ton of options. Probably not going to fight Till, sounds like he's going to be out for a little bit. You got, uh... Go to it. Who could you got Paulo Costa, Jared Cannier, Derek Brunson? Three guys that you could fight that you haven't fought yet. Those are three fights that could get you a title shot if you were able to beat Robert Whitaker here. Big fight. It's a massive fight here. Um so yeah, let's uh let's not get it mistaken. It's a tough fight. Um I think if I've always said though, when it comes to this. If both of these guys bring their A game, who wins? You know? If both of these guys bring their A game, who wins this fight? And I would have to lean Robert Whitaker. I'd have to say Robert Whitaker. If they both bring their A pluses, I think Whitaker's a slightly better fighter. But the reason why I can't definitively say he would win is because that power of Kelvin is something else. And if he hits Rob Kling, he can turn your lights out. So I'm not here to say that uh, Kelvin can't win. I wanted to pick Kelvin. I'm going Whitaker via decision in a razor-close fight, a fight of the night for sure. I think it's going to be a war. It's going to be a bloodbath. I can't wait for it. I think it's going to be a great fight. I could also see Kelvin finishing him. I really could. If Kelvin brings his A game, I think he could finish Rob Whitaker and get himself lined up for a title shot. All right, so this Saturday, the big fight of the weekend is not Whitaker and Gaslam. Obviously, if it's if you're, you know, a diehard UFC it is, but the biggest fight of the weekend, pay-per-view wise, ratings wise, and viewership wise, let's be real, I don't care what people say on the internet, what people may people say on the internet, this fight's gonna do really well pay-per-view wise. I'm guessing I'll say around a mil. I'll say it does around a million pay-per-view buys. 1.1. 1. 1. I heard Askin's making a million flat. Jake's making five. Askin's making a million flat and pay-per-view percentage. Both these guys get pay per percentages. That's why I really hope it goes well. So Askin walk away 10 to 15 million. Win or lose. Fuck him. I want Askin to win. I really do. I've done my research on this fight, though. I've seen Ashgren sparring. I've seen him hitting the pads. He looks a little better than I thought, but he's still very slow. I've seen Paul's sparring in his hit and his him hitting the mitts. And I've seen other boxers and MMA fighters talk about Jake. And they say they don't understand how a guy that's only three and a half, four years in already has this good of timing. He's powerful. Fast twitch muscles. Just fast all around good foot movement, good head movement. If you're asking, you you got to you got to you got to you got to ride that line of dirty. You got to ride the line. You don't go completely over and do something like, you know, just double leg, single leg, elbows. You get inside and utilize the clinch. You throw shots to the body in the clinch. You know, uppercuts, you get dirty boxing. You got to go dirty boxing. If Ben stands there, stands there and tries to box with Jake, he's going to get knocked out in under 2 rounds. He's going to get knocked out in our two rounds. Um, I hope I hope Askren at least can drag it out to make this a dogfight to where even if Paul wins, it's a decision. I hope it's not a finish. And I hope it's close. I just have a feeling I think Jake Paul... I'm going to say Jake Paul via second round TKO. That will be my final prediction right here. Right here, right now, you heard it. I will not change. I've kind of been on this for the last week or so now, anyway, after doing really good research on who Jake's sparring with, who's watching Jake, and who's talking good about Jake. People that know the sport. And they're like, dude, he's good. Like, he's not, he's not, like, championship-level boxing good, but he's good. And this is basically an amateur boxing match. He's good. I'm going to go Jake via, I'm going to go Jake via second-round TKO, I think. Second or third round. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to throw... Jake finishes him before the end of three rounds. There, I'll put it at that. It'll be in the first three rounds he finishes him. Jake Paul via finish, first three rounds. Gets after three. I don't think he's finishing him because I think he's going to try so hard to finish him early. He's going to... He's not... Maybe don't gas out, but his punches are going to be way watered down. Ben's going to be able to do some stuff, and he's going to make it interesting. Jake needs to get it done within those first three, at uh, most, four rounds. Get into those back half. Askren's got a gas tank, been a wrestler for a while. He can, he can go all day. You need to get it done inside of three, four rounds. If you don't, could be trouble. Not saying he loses the fight, but it could, get, it could get interesting. And that's what he doesn't want. Jake Paul doesn't want this to get interesting. Okay, He wants to win viciously. He wants to continue knocking guys out. So the goal is Ben, and then he wants Dylan, and then hopefully beating Dylan gets Connor. That's the goal. That is the goal. Um, I would say if he barely beats Ben, fuck. I don't know what happens. Do they rematch? Does he still just move on and fight Dylan? Because I feel like kind of the whole thing is him knocking people dead too. So if you were able to knock Ben and Dylan out, then you get to Connor. Everyone's like, shit, dude, he's a lot bigger than Connor. He lands with a punch. You never know. Obviously, Ben and Dylan are nowhere near the strikers Conor are, but, you know, he's knocking these guys out. Dylan, and, Dylan walks around 195, 200, same as Ben. Connor's probably walking around 170, 175. Jake's a lot bigger, you know? So I think if he doesn't get the finish, it hurts him. Now, let's just say he absolutely dominates Ben Askham for eight rounds and gets a decision. That's fine. He cannot let Ben make this interesting and close. He cannot do that. That'll hurt that'll hurt the that'll hurt the image of what he's trying to do here. Because if you have a tough close fight with Ben Askren, who's not a good boxer, everyone else can be like, Well, why are we gonna get out there? You barely beat Ben. I'm not wasting my time with this shit. You have to pay Connor some real money if you have a you edge out Ben, and then what if you only edge out Dennis? We'll see what happens, but I'm going Paul gets the finish before the end of the round before the end of round three. So let's get into some headlines. Boxing. Ryan Garcia is set to defend the WBC interim title against Javier Fortuna on July 9th. This is a good fight. Fortuna is no joke. Um, I like Garcia for sure. He got really tested in his last contest. Dropped. Got really tested. Which I loved. A young kid like that needs it. He needed the test. Um I like him to beat Javier. I think he finishes Javier before six. Yeah, I'll say before six or before five, he finishes Javier. It's a good test, though. And he wins this. We're off to the races. Because, you know, you're trying to get that, you know, hoping to get that Devin Haney or that uh, Tank Davis. We don't know what's going on with Tank, though. guy can't stay out of fucking trouble to save his life. But it sounds like if Haney wins, he's going, it's going to be him and Tiafimo. All right, so where does that leave, you know, Tank Davis, get your shit together so we can get you and Ryan Garcia, son. Come on, now. All right. Um, I hope, I think, yeah, I can't wait to watch Garcia. I love watching him fight. He's tremendous. Uh, I see why they booked that Friday. You know why? Connor fights July 10th. We'll get to that in a little bit, though, but that's why they booked that July 9th. You don't book it on a Connor pay per view. Smart, smart design. Jake Paul gets accused of sexual assault the week of this fight. Like I said, I don't like to comment on these because everyone's so quick to either say. Actually, no, they're not either. Everyone is so quick to say, "Oh, he did it," and the guy, you know, he's in it. He's guilty before, and before he, you know, even he's guilty before being proven guilty. I always stay on the side was, I don't know the details. I want to know the details. I don't know the details, so I want to know the details, and then we'll see what happens if they actually go to court. But guess what? Conrad McGregor just had a sexual one of his sexual assaults. The lady just went running. She's gone. Don't know where she's at. They haven't talked to her. She ghosted. Connor's now going to sue the shit out of her, which you should. If a man is going to, if a man does sexually assault a woman, he should go to prison for a very long time that is fucked up and he should be in a lot of trouble. But I think if a woman falsely accuses and lies about a man sexually assaulting her, she should do the time as well. I don't care what any anybody says. If you go out there and lie and you try to take someone. This, what if this, you know, what if this goes on for like a year after this fight? What if this goes on for like a year and Jake Paul doesn't get a fight? He's paying all his lawyers money. He's paying all these legal fees. And then it comes out that you lied. You either reimburse him fully for what he paid and lost. So Jake should be like, well, I would add two fights. So five million on the dot. And then the pay-per-view buys. Well, I've got 1 million buys. So I want an extra $20 million. So Jake, I want, 25, I want $50 million and I want all the fees I had to pay to my lawyers, I want that paid back as well. So we're looking at, you know, let's just say we're looking at $75 million. That lady can choose to go to jail, or she can pay them back $75 million, because you cost them that. That's what needs to happen. It's absolute bullshit that, look at Sean Oakman, the former Bears uh, defense tackle. Lady lies, Right. He doesn't get his football. He doesn't get those past four years back. He doesn't get his football career back. You cost him millions and millions of dollars. You should do the time or pay him money. So if that you know that lady didn't cost Connor really anything, Connor you know Connor and Dana and Connor and the UFC have their you know their little you know, little little something they have back and forth there you know arguments and stuff. So that wasn't that. But if what if this would you know if this could have this could have drug out bad. Especially you do it at the week of the fight. Come on. If not true, and that's what you do. Because that's what happened to this lady. Accused him the week of the... Uh, it was the week of the Poirier fight. Yeah. This lady accuses him the week of the Poirier fight. Now she's gone running. She needs to pay by going to prison as well. Because that's what these men would have to do. If Jay Paul got, accus- got charged with sexual assault or rape, he'd be going to prison. That's just what I think about that. It's my opinion. You don't, you you can't, and I'm not saying this lady's lying, but we have seen in the past where they have, and I'm not saying she is this time. If it is true, Jake Paul should be in some fucking trouble, but look what happened with Connor and that Sean Oakman guy. Lied. They both lied. They should be in some sort of trouble because you're trying to ruin his career and take his money. You should be in trouble as well. Vander Holyfield returns to face Kevin McBride on June 5th. So I guess Holyfield was, you know, wait he kept waiting and waiting. I'm like, dude, let's get this signed. Never got signed with him and Tyson. I do what they couldn't have come to an agreement with. So Holyfield's like, fine, I'm going to fight now, and then I'll fight Tyson after. I'm going to get a fight in. So Kevin McBride will jab at Tyson. That's the guy that beat uh, Tyson in his retirement fight. So a little jab here at Mike. Um, so I like it. And now Tyson and his team have turned to Lennox Lewis. They will look to box Lennox Lewis at the end of June or mid uh, end of June or in between end of June end of July somewhere in that realm. June twenty sixth a possibility I've heard. In July seventh they don't want to do it on July third. They could possibly do it on July third actually. I don't think they're going to. I've heard the dates are not July tenth because that's the UFC. They're not going to compete with that. They want to do either June sixth June twenty sixth or July seventeenth for Tyson Lewis Tyson two. Interesting stuff. I mean, the old men just getting out there and doing the damn thing. Mayweather says he's working on a working with Dana and Ryzen on a huge deal. I don't understand what this could be. It would, could, it be could it be Khabib? You know, or you know, because he wants to be in Japan. Is, is UFC going to allow you know, they do a pay per view between Khabib and Floyd? UFC is getting in on it like they did with Connor and you know, the pay per view business over there, Showtime and stuff. Are they going to do that? That, that That's the only thing I could think of. If Dana's getting somebody else involved, it's the only thing I could think of. Dale, Oscar De La Jolla, who's fighting July 3rd, he has offered Eddie Alvarez. This was weird. This was so out of nowhere to me. Oh, you would have thought Oscar wants a big name, go, tries to get a Connor, you know? Um, just trying to think of some lighter guys he so could offer. Op- Mosvidal, Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz. Um... Max Holloway maybe, Eddie Alvarez. Very interesting. I hope Eddie whoops his ass. I don't know. If they're paying him, great. If they're paying Eddie money, great. That's all I want to see. These UFC and MMA fighters get paid. Keith Thurman gunning hard for Earl Spence fight. Says I am superior to all the guys you have faced. I would agree with that. I think I think Thurman is better than almost everybody he's faced. (sighs) It's tough. I think Spence is better. I think the only person that could beat Spence is, well, maybe two people. Obviously, Terrence Crawford. And I think Manny Pacquiao can give people trouble still. I think he might be the third best welterweight. So, yeah, I think Earl will beat Thurman, but I think Thurman's right. It'd be as tough as opponent, and I'd love to see that. Uh, Dillian White versus Deontay Wilder next. Dillian White and Eddie Herner both said that's what they're interested in. They want to do, if they're not going to get, they called out Nganu. Nganu's not going to fight. Dillian White, you go fight Wilder. He might take Wilder. They might do Wilder in Ganu, or Joshua or Fury. They're not doing Dillian White. Dana White's gonna go. Who the fuck is Dillian White? Come on, they're not doing Dillian White versus Nganu. Why would they do that? White brings no name. <laughs> Nganu would sell more pay per views in a boxing match than Dillian White does. Just be honest. So, yes, White and Wilder is the fight to make, which I think Deontay Wilder wins. Fury Joshua getting closer to reality. I freaking hope so. My goodness, been going on for months about how close we already earned. Now Fury has announced that they have signed for the money. Now it's about picking a destination. Would you pick one? My goodness. What are Pacquiao's chances in a Terrence Crawford match? Damn good. I could see Crawford or Pacquiao beating Crawford. No doubt. And I think Crawford's very good, but I think Pacquiao can pose some problems. I like that fight. I like that fight a lot for Pacquiao. MMA headlines Dustin vs. Connor. Trilogy. Signed and set July 10th in Las Vegas with fans, baby. So Dustin comes out and apologizes today. Too late. Comes out and apologizes, says, no. I handled it the wrong way. Well, here's what I'm going to say about this. From people that I talked to, I talked to some people on Twitter on what they thought. I asked a couple buddies that are, you know, followed May big time that I know. I asked them what they thought. And they thought that, you know, from what they were getting is that it was a big misunderstanding where Poirier thought they were ghosting them and McGregor's team was waiting for the details on where money is going, because Connor's done this charity thing a bunch, he wants to know where this money, where five hundred thousand dollars is going. He doesn't want to. Hey, 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 Dustin. He ain't just gonna send five hundred thousand dollars to your bank account, not know where it's going. I'm not saying Dustin's a bad guy, or he won't go use the money for good, but Connor's not gonna just still not gonna just send five hundred thousand dollars to somebody else. He wants to know where it's going. It's still going. They still want to do it, but they want to know the details. And if Dustin doesn't want the money anymore, that's fine. But don't come out and apologize because you tried to smear his name. You tried to make him look like a bad guy, right? Well, everyone, you know, Connor not. A, Connor has donated millions and millions of dollars to charities over his over the past five six years. So, too late though. You tried. To, you tried to make him look bad. You tried to make him look like a pussy. You tried to smear his name. He's not having that. That was a bad mistake. No, it's not cool now. Maybe after the fight, it'll be cool. It's not gonna be cool now, though. Leading up to it, it's gonna be ugly. You don't try to smear. You don't try to do that to Connor. You don't try to do that to Connor. That was a dumb idea. So, like you said, Connor will not be charged with the alleged sexual assault allegation. We talked about that earlier. So, yes, trilogy is signed, set for July 10th in Las Vegas, the Sin City. Fans will be there full capacity, twenty thousand. Walkouts will be back. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. Olympic boxing champion Clarissa Shields makes her MMA debut under the PFL banner. Oh, can't is it June tenth, June 9th? against Brittany Elkin. Don't know anything about her. Obviously, I'll do more research as it gets closer to her fight. But hopefully, Clarissa looks good. I really hope she can, you know, make a run here in the in in PFL. Uh, Jan Blachowicz and Glover Teixeira set for UFC 266 on September 4th, obviously for Jan's light heavyweight title. Great fight. I, just, <laughs> I really hope that's not your main event. I mean, I'm trying to think. of the fights that are coming up. June, July. So coming up, you have, you know, you could maybe, if the winner of, if Usman wins... Uzman versus Colby 2 as the headliner of that one. Possibly Ngannou versus whoever to headline that one. That can't be your main event. I understand it's one, in my opinion, I have one in three ranked light heavyweights in the world. Definitely one and two in the UFC. No one gives a damn. Yeah, it's going to sell 200,000 pay-per-view buys. Got to put Ngannou on there. Ngannou Lewis. Get you getting a million. Getting around a million and a thousand. Even Uzman Colby 2, you're getting... You're, Gonna at least, in my opinion, triple two hundred thousand. At least. Why did UFC leave UFC two hundred sixty-five in August open? I'm guessing they're either leaving that for whoever wins Mazar Uzman fights on that card, or it's for That would be my two guesses. Probably and also on the two hundred sixty-six card, you could put the lightweight title fight. Because you could possibly get Chandler, if Chandler or Alvaro Winter fights Gaethje next for the title, since Connor and them aren't July, you could definitely get that. Al Jermaine out until late this year. Will there be an interim title fight? Could be. Uh, depends if he's really if he's not come back till December, January, February range might do an interim title fight. Maybe on the September card, um, or October maybe. In my opinion, you'd have to probably do because I think Cody's still going to try to fight for the flyweight title after this one, even with a win. So, in my opinion, you would do the winner of Dillashaw-Sandhagen fights Yan for the interim title. That, would, in my opinion, would be the fight. If I had to guess. Bader beats Machida via unanimous decision. will face the winner of Corey Anderson and Yaga Shmirdov. Would love Bader-Corey. Good wrestling battle. My bad. Excuse me. A little hiccup. Uh, Misha Tate says, no doubt, third fight with Rousey goes different. I'm uh, not too sure. I still think Rousey would beat Misha Tate's ass. They fought again. Not going to lie. I think she just think she's has Misha's number. It's just one of those things where I think I think Rousey has her. Even though Rousey hasn't fought in a long time, I think Rousey has her. I'd love to see it. If the UFC could get that one done, that'd be sick. Very sick. So a little route to the crown. I'm going to pick a women's fighter and a men's fighter. I'm going to try to pick them, that one, ones that are lower ranked, or like mid, mid-tier ranked, anywhere from 7 to 15. Try to say how many fights and what fights do they need to get to a title shot. So you got Islam Makachev, lightweight division, men's lightweight division. Next fight, I would say you go after Dan Hooker, who's always a tough fight. If I was Dan, I'd stay away from that fight for sure. Um, that's a tough matchup for Dan. But if I'm Islam, that's the fight I'm looking for. Get past Dan. That's okay. Get some bigger notoriety and a guy that's still up in the rankings, ranked about 6'7", Rafael Dos Anjos. Get that fight back. We were almost about to fight. Let's do that again. Let's run that back. Beat Rafael. We're jumping in right around the 5-6 range. Then you a gun for a Justin Gaethje. You could beat a Justin Gaethje who's probably ranked top 5-4 range. You beat Gaethje. There you are. You are sitting fighting for the title. So those three fights in a row and you can replace Gaethje even with a Poirier. Uh, you know, Ferguson. You know, a lot of a lot of fights you could do but I just I mapped out these three would be ways to get back get to a title shot for Islam. Now for women, I did Misha Tate. So obviously she's fighting Marianne, uh, Marianne Renault. I think she does win this fight. So I think she's still probably... I think it would only take three fights for her to get a title shot. Next one I'd say, Rocky Pennington. Lost that in your last fight. You weren't really training hard. You know, everything was going bad in your life and stuff. Had, you know, battling depression. Just really wasn't all there. Lost that fight. A fight you should win. Go fight Pennington. You beat Pennington, you probably jump right into the top five. A girl you haven't fought. Jermaine me, Tough fight. Good striker. You beat Jermaine. You're fighting Amanda Nunes in a rematch. That would be Misha Tate's path route to the crown. Um, so we'll do that every week or you know, every, maybe not every week, every couple weeks. Do a little route to the crown. Misha's coming back. Islam's looking for a fight. So I thought it'd be perfect to do those two right now. And uh, yes, yeah, so there's their route to the crown. Now we'll get into a little what's next for, uh, so obviously DJ lost. I heard that they're going to gun for a, A rematch, right? Fly away. Yeah, Adriano Marais, who knocked out Demetrius Johnson. Brutal. The knee, knee knee to the head. Uh, They're going to try to do a rematch there. Good. Love to see that. Let let DJ try to get that back. So for the UFC, what's next? Mackenzie Dern. She's reinvigorated her career. I thought when she lost her first fight, I was like, is she just another one of those... You know, pretty MMA fighters that's just going to try to capitalize off getting TV time and stuff. Nope. No, I was wrong. Completely wrong. She's won now three in a row, I believe. Dominated Nina Nunez. Nina off is better people know, but Nina Nunez, Amanda Nunez's uh, wife. So, two options here. I So I moved her. Let's go to my women's rankings. I moved her into seven. So I gave her two options. First option would be fighting a girl that's right behind her in my rankings. Michelle Watterson. Big name. You beat Michelle. Come on. You're to the top. And she could finish Michelle. Two will be the girl right in front of her. Claudia I mean, Either one of those fights. I think McKenzie's ready for the big time. I really do. So I think these are the perfect two fights to make. Michelle Watterson or Claude. Claudia. I really think those are the two fights. Um... Julian Marquez got a nice, another nice submission. choke, smiling Sam Alvey to sleep. Uh, two fights. I have Brad Tavares, Sean Strickland. Just keep moving up the rankings, man. You know, looking good. These are two tough fights. Brad Tavares, big, strong guy. Strickland, good fighter. Either one of those would be a big win for you. Um, Brad Tavares, I think, makes a lot of sense right now. Would love to see Marquez Tavares. That'd be a great fight. Arnold Allen, big win over Sadiq Youssef. I was wrong in that one. Um, I would say he jumps up pretty high. Let's see where I had him jump up in my MMA rankings. Featherweight, I believe? Yes. So I had him jumping from 15 to 12. Uh, So I said he could fight the winner of Barboza Burgos Burgos, or fight Josh Emmett next. Um, Maybe a Calvin Cater. You never know. But uh, right now, I'd say those would be the two options. You do... You do either a Barboza-Burgos winner or you fight Josh Emmett, who's right in front of you in my rankings. Kevin Holland, I think he should first take some time off, train some wrestling, get better as a fighter. He's still young in this sport. Um, I would like to see if he does fight relatively soon, Weidman-Hall loser or Hermanson-Edmund Shabazian loser. Really the only fights I could see for him right now. Obviously, he's going to obviously be a guy that's willing to take short-notice fights, but my goodness is there a glaring hole in his game. Wrestling. (laughs) Uh, Marvin Vittori, I was not impressed. I thought Derek Brunson's win over Kevin Holm was more impressive. Um, Obviously, full camp. You know, Kevin Holm comes in 10 days later after a fight. I thought Brunson, so I would say Marvin Vittori... Let's just let's just let Darren Till heal up and let's fight Darren Till. You're not getting the title shot. That's not happening. Izzy already said, no, no, no. Come on. He didn't look good. I think Izzy would choose Brunson over Vittory because I think he would say Brunson's is more impressive. Or I think he'd fight choose to fight the winner as long as it's impressive by Gaslam, the winner of Gaslam uh Whitaker this weekend. So for Vittory you do Till or let's say Whitt- let's say Whitaker wins, they go to Whitaker. You fight Derek Brunson. That makes the most sense. He'd be my second option. Right now, I'd still say Till. I think Till would beat Vittori. I just think Till's better. First off, Till's takedown defense. A million times better than Kevin Holland. Till's a great takedown defense. You ain't taking him down that easy. And I think Till, Darren Till's a way better striker. So, yeah, I'd do Till or Brunson. Be what I'd go to. So, yeah, I couldn't be more happy. Connor's back. Doing the trilogy. It's signed, set. Obviously, it's a big fight. You know, back against the wall. Really need the win. Um... The huge you know, you get right, I think he wins, you're gonna probably unless they do Gaethje next probably fight for the title. You know, I guess let's see, they're doing it in May. So say winter May fifteenth. Connor's fighting July, so you got May, you got June, July, August. I mean they could set up if they quickly set up Gaethje and uh, let's say, Chandler for August, and maybe Connor could wait by August. Fight November, December against the winner of that for the title. That could happen. Get three fights in this year. That'd be huge. Activity. Like he said, activity. So, yeah, I can't wait for that. Paul Askren. I don't know why I'm so excited about Paul Askren. I really am. I'm very excited about this. Uh, it's going to be so interesting to see what happens. Like, is Jake Paul this big fraud? Is he a fraud? And see if he is a fraud though. If he even if he is a fraud, is Ben Askren going to be able to exploit that, or is it going to be another just walk walk in the park? We'll see. We'll be back Friday with the unedited podcast twenty five, episode twenty five, and we'll be back next Tuesday or Wednesday with the combat sports uh, combat sports podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.